1: I'm Kim Grinnells of Dogman.com with Chris Fetter, Scott Eklund, and we are inside Husky Stadium, actually up in the concourse on the 100 level as they went ahead and opened up a practice for all the fans, probably what, three, four, five hundred people I 500.
2: here? I said 500, but I didn't really, that's just an estimate.
1: Yeah, a uh, real nice day uh, at Husky Stadium in Seattle, temperatures in the low to mid-60s, but inside Husky Stadium, next to the water with the wind. It's so always a little bit more cold, and the concrete doesn't warm up here for a while. But a uh, big day for the quarterback, Scott.
2: Yeah, um, I mean, well, it's big for us to be able to see them. I, you know, Michael Penix ran mostly with the ones today. He did do a few things with the threes at times too. They kind of moved guys around. Um, I thought Dylan Morris had the best day of all the quarterbacks. That was at least my opinion. Looked most accurate um seemed to be reading things really well and his footwork was good there were a couple bad throws but I mean for the most part I I was pretty pretty impressed with how Dylan threw the ball today a little disappointed with Michael Penix is the first extended time we've gotten to see him throw the ball he was off a lot I didn't I didn't see the Christmas that I crispness that I wanted to kind of see and with Sam he's still just young you can just tell he's still thinking a little too much through the only pick of the day. So I, I thought overall Dylan had the best day, but, you know, nothing like demonstrably better.
1: Hey, just real quick with Sam, you know, he threw the pick, you know, but he's running the three offense, too. But there again, he's running against the three defense. How much impact does that well, have the, with the quarterback? The when thing you're is they the moved offense. the quarterbacks around.
2: Yeah, so and they also
3: missed and matched a lot yeah, of the personnel. Like yeah. I saw some offensive line personnel were. Garen Hatchett was working with the right guards, and Vic Kern was back out of I right know, tackle. I know. So they weird. were mixing and matching a lot of guys. So I'm like, Henry Bagnavali was there, did some work in the early team period, but he, he wasn't around that I saw at the end, too. So I thought, you know, depending on the availability, depending on how much they wanted to work these guys in, there were a lot of situations where maybe the the guy that was working with the ones on offense was really working with a mix of one in, ones and twos versus like ones and twos on defense.
2: And, and Sam's interception was thrown was picked off by Julius Servin, who was running with the ones today. Or I'm sorry, was he running with the twos? I think he was running with the twos today. Yeah, with, and with but Cameron Williams. and Rome O'Dunsey was the intended receiver. Yeah. So he was running with some one i mean it was kind of weird the way they did it at
3: the the, the end period i I started to take some stats i'll put i'll add some stats to what scott put together with the team report but you know there were there were a lot of mixing and matching a lot of mixing and matching going on just to see if guys could handle certain situations i saw if you would have said maybe one's offense i saw them going up against sometimes like the number three corners yeah so you just i wouldn't put a lot of you know, a yeah, lot of yeah, rhyme or reason into that. I would look more as to who was making the plays, and we'll obviously talk about that.
1: Yeah, it just still seemed to me like, you know, uh, they're either throwing it deep downfield and, you know, getting stretching that defense out a little bit, or they're throwing it to the backs out of the backfield.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, they did have some shorter throws to, uh, you know, Nick Duran had a couple uh, catches across the middle. Loniota Alex- Alexander, Jr. Alexander had some catches across the middle. Um and uh, but not there were a few just there few quick ones to tight ends uh, saw uh, uh, Jack Westover had at least two or three that were quick passes out to him and got guys out and block them for him but yeah I mean a lot of catches by the uh, running backs I one thing that uh, Kalen DeBoer said to Chris and I and all the rest of the media yesterday when he talked to us when they asked how many receptions they want to have the running backs have, he said "I want the running backs in our offense might not be in the upper echelon of touchdowns and yards, but they should be third, fourth, fifth at the worst um, catching passes out.
3: Yeah, Um, and and of course it's kind of a running joke, Kim. Every year we try to identify who the breakout guy in spring is because we may never see them ever again. And I have a feeling after today a lot of fans are going to wonder, who, who's that number nineteen yeah. on offense? Who's Nick Durant? Yeah. Well Nick Duran's been around a long time as a walk on. He's actually played on both sides. He's, I think he started at receiver, maybe moved no. to D B started or started at D B, then moved to receiver. Either way, you yeah. know, it was it was it was hard not to be impressed by what he did today. Um, still not – we talked a little bit about this before. I, I'm not willing to give that touchdown to him. Yeah. The touchdown that he got credited for is like a 45, 46-yarder. Great catch. Great throw, great catch, great play. But I, I don't think there's any defense in America that would allow him to score. That would
2: have not tackled him in right. the 10, 5-yard line. Yeah, but be.
3: overall. But, I mean, but he made – but that was just one of a handful of great plays that he made. So, mm. you know, for those fans that are wondering who 19 was, Nick Duran, walk-on guy has been here a while. Maybe his time has come.
1: Nick Duran, of course, had a good day. Any of the wide receivers jump out at you guys?
3: Um, Giles well, Jackson Giles had Jackson two, Jackson touch two, yeah, two touchdowns. Yeah, two touchdowns. That's why you said when you said Michael Penix was, was maybe not quite as off or was more off compared to Dylan uh-huh. Morris. I think in accuracy and some of those other things, yes. But when it came to the brass tacks of actually moving the ball down the field and moving the offense and moving the mm-hmm. chains and things like that, Michael Penix was the yeah. one that had two touchdown drives compared to one for Dylan Morris. So... How do you judge it? How do yeah. you evaluate it? Is it yeah. the final result? Is it over the course of the entire practice? I'd say over the course of the entire practice, I think Dylan Morris maybe had more memorable or had a more consistent day. But when it came to moving the yeah. ball and scoring touchdowns, Michael Penix had well, a great day and too. And the
2: thing is, Dylan Morris had that one, his very first throw in 11-on-11, 11 11, has Polk on that, that you know, yeah. I don't want to say what kind of a route it was, but it was an outbreaking just, route. Yeah. And um, Polk's wide open, and goes right through his hands. And so, you know, they're going to evaluate all that kind of stuff watching the
1: film. Aaron Dumas is getting a lot of work in.
2: Yeah, he is. <laughs> and JV on Sunday. I thought JV on Sunday was the best running back out there personally. He I did mean, a nice job. He had a couple really nice runs. Um, they, they were blocked really well by the offensive line. He was running behind the first team and second team offensive lines a lot. So he got a lot of work in that realm. Um, um, saw him catch the ball a little bit. Definitely not a natural pass catcher. At like Dumas is Dumas is a best much better pass catcher, but uh, saw Caleb Berry get some runs too. Yeah. He that that was fun to watch him actually get out there and do some things. So um, Javier on Sunday, man, a little bit of burst. I, I you know I know they 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 obviously are not happy with where the running back room is right now, and that's why they're got got two. Uh, transfers coming in and possibly a third uh, coming in but uh, I like JV on Sunday and Aaron Dumas I think that's a nice little little nice little one-two punch there
3: and rounding back to what we were talking about when they want to have some production out of the backfield in terms of catching the ball what have you Mm -hmm. obviously one of the most explosive plays was the pass to Sunday for like about 42 yards That that I had um you can't really describe it, yeah. but if you saw it, you'd go, "Oh, yeah, okay. that was Pretty,
2: yeah. Um, he,
3: was, he was striding out. Yeah. Well, but th- yeah, but there was some things going on with that scheme that uh, it totally
2: fooled the linebacker yes. who was supposed to go with him. Yes. Yeah. So
3: there, there were some things going on where I think that may not be the first time we see a situation yeah. where something busts like mid-play because they get their eyes deceive them and they're not fitting mm-hmm. what they need yep. to. So that was kind of fun to watch because Sunday was certainly the... Not only did he take uh, catch the ball well, but he really took advantage of the
2: play when it was open. Yeah, about a 40-ish yard yeah, play. I, at, right? I had a
1: 42. Were those the only two running backs that really did anything? Was yes. I
2: mean, Barry did some things, but he didn't really... N- make he, anything
1: in that,
3: Yeah in that final group in yeah. that final team period he didn't have any stats. Barry was yeah. there but he didn't have any stats. Sunday he was mostly
2: and, blocking I think. Yeah,
3: Sunday yeah. and Dumas were the ones that had the stats.
1: Yeah, Dumas seems just seems to be running the ball, catching the ball, blocking for the quarterback. He seems to be the workhorse right now. Yeah. Uh Richard Newton I saw, you know, before things started, he was out there not dressed of course. Um not have, I didn't see uh Cam Williams. He was Davis Cam Davis. Okay. Yeah, yeah so just it's going to be interesting to see how that team plays out and, and, the only, and the only tailback we actually haven't seen that's on the roster that's a scholarship guy is Emeka
2: Emegwa he's the only one we haven't seen
1: yeah and just by the way should have mentioned it up front this was practice number 12 out of 15 so we have practice Tuesday Thursday and Saturday is the spring I'm not going to call game, it spring game spring it, preview just
2: whatever call it call
3: spring it, preview you know. spring game whatever. spring
1: event so uh in it's Thursday. more of
3: basically fans should get set up for the idea that what they saw today if they came out to see what they saw today they're going to probably see more of that except for they'll be in full pads so maybe you'll see some tackling i would think that you would see some tackling but you would see a lot of the same type of thing where there's a lot of special teams a lot of other periods where you're watching those guys kind of run around tackle some dummies do those types of things
1: yeah uh yesterday uh Coach DeBoer talked about you know one of his most productive positions on the field was coming from his edge guys and we saw that today as oh, well. Oh yeah,
2: absolutely, absolutely. Maurice Himes I thought played really well. Uh, had a batted down pass. Milton Hopkins got in for a quote unquote sack. Uh, Jeremiah Martin got in for a sack. Jeremiah Martin and ZTF were the two starters at uh, the edge spots.
3: I was gonna say I, I, you got the the offensive defensive line was a little bit more where I was located, uh-huh. so I watched the one on ones when they were doing there uh-huh. when the other guys were doing the seven on seven. And I saw Jeremiah Martin really have a nice rush and and outmaneuvered Samuel Peacock on the right-hand side to get to quarterback. And he was kind of woofing a little bit, and Roger Rosigart was kind of off to the side, and Roger was starting to give it back to him a little bit. So... We're starting to see a little bit of give and take Chippiness, between some of these yep. guys, which I thought was fun.
1: Yeah, it's just part of spring ball, you know. And uh, again, people
2: were wondering where Sabell was. I never really he saw was him. There. He, he was there, there. Yeah. but I never really saw him on the field um, for the eleven on eleven right. session. I just want to make people understand
3: yeah. that it, he's not hurt. He's not, yeah. or if he is, he, he may be limited. But he was absolutely, he was definitely practicing. Yeah. He went through individual yeah. drills. Just didn't do a lot of team stuff.
1: Still a lot of installs and just getting you know getting things timing down and everything. So there was there was some pops today, yeah. but not or, really yeah. any contacts.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean Zakari Spears came up and had a nice little pop on. It was, on uh, Dumas. was that not, on Dumas? Yeah, was yeah nice. it was on Dumas. And but that they called it a first down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a fifteen-yard play. Because I think that play. was the play right before the touchdown pass to Juran. Yeah, he had
3: just gotten literally like maybe a half a yard past the sticks. Yeah. And Spears just stood him straight up. Yeah. It was like you're not going. Yeah, so and he stood
2: and he just kind of stood there and looked at him and then walked away. Uh
3: huh. No, he didn't really tower over him. He didn't taunt him or anything. He was just standing there going okay, I guess yep. we're, I guess we're I guess done. That, that's
1: a done play. Yeah, still difficult on a lot of positions to tell the pecking order, you know, or what the true depth chart is. They're just doing so much mixing and matching. There's some that are definite, but uh, it just looks like they're going to be doing so much mixing and mashing, matching it's just hard to tell yeah. right now.
2: I saw Carson Bruner out there a little bit in 7-on-7. He was seven there, the, he he was was there in the first seven,
3: seven team seven. period. Okay. He was there with Tupatala with the ones. Okay. Bruner was. And Bright so, was Bright with the seconds then? Second um, team? No, I saw, I did not see Bright much at all yeah. today. Yeah. Um, the twos that i saw were fowler and hey okay. with with the mario king
2: yeah, moving in, in at every times. now and then yeah.
1: yeah yeah uh i know it was difficult to see and uh just any recruits that you recognized out there today so scott
2: i don't know how to say his last name but it's gavin guess or I-, I don't know how to say his Similar. name yeah big 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 defensive lineman from uh um arizona. arizona yeah arizona is he a
3: um, saguaro kid
2: he is no, not Sawaro. It's it's a different school, but yeah, it's from Arizona. Um, Brady Nassar from uh, Northern California, defensive end, okay. that the old staff offered and this staff has reoffered yeah. was also there. Um, Denzel Boston was on hand. He's a, obviously a twenty twenty two signee. Um, there were there were a handful of other ones that I saw, but didn't recognize. So I'm going to have to kind of figure out who those guys were. But. And
3: also, just to remind people, because we talked about this like early on in spring ball. But we didn't – I don't know how much we followed up on it. There was another scenario where in front of the entire team, each individual position coach who's recruiting certain guys that were at the, 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 the practice today, mm-hmm. they called them out. And so they actually brought the recruits up in front with their position coach in front of the team, and they gave them a big cheer. And yeah. they, the the, the, the you know, coaches kind of kind of talked them up, and you could kind of tell that everyone was kind of getting energized. Again, I think that's another kind of cool move that the staff has done, at least during practices, that we haven't really seen before with previous staff.
1: Yeah, yeah and I'm sure you'll be following up today and tomorrow to find out some of the other guys there and have a blog up at some point on in Monday. the week.
2: On Monday. Monday. Yep.
1: Okay. And just also, uh, on the recruiting note, the basketball team, Frank Kepning, uh, Frank the Tank, as they call him, the center from Oregon, he's about 6'11", 250, I think he's bigger than that. Uh, he's uh, supposedly arrived on campus this afternoon, and that's a pretty big uh, target for uh, Husky basketball, so keep an eye on that. So, uh, anything else to wrap this up, Chris? No, I just thought it was really productive practice. I, I still was, I think, a little let down that...
3: It wasn't a scrimmage. You know, we obviously found that out yesterday. Mm -hmm. Uh, They did their major scrimmage um, on Friday. But I think the fans did get to see a fair bit of of team period, and and we even got a chance, our first glimpse, at even stuff like seven-on-sevens and the one-on-ones with the linemen. So that was good. Um, I think there was a lot of give and take. But I think Washington fans should be really heartened by the idea that they got a chance to see a little bit of explosiveness from that offense. And that's, you know, with this staff, trying to come in and create an identity and be a lot different than the previous staff was offensively in terms of the three yards, cloud of dust, slogging along Mm -hmm. type of thing that they wanted to do, move the chains. These guys came in with the reputation as being more explosive, using the receivers, getting downfield. And I think hopefully Washington fans will feel good that they saw enough of that today to feel like things are moving in the right direction.
2: Scott Eklund? I, I echo a lot of what Chris said. You know, I, I think it was good for the people to get a chance to see this for the – get to see the Kalen DeBoer uh, coach team for the first time um, that haven't been here yet, and uh, it was a good chance to see that. Um, a lot of work still need to, needs to be done. They've got three practices left to get a lot done. And, uh, and then it, I, it's hard to believe. We're almost the end of April. Yeah. I mean, it is crazy. I was also going through it, Chris. And we need to do out the days here in a, a little bit. But it, I think we only have like thirty three days till we start our countdown, our jersey <laughs> countdown. You yeah. know, and that that puts us at a you know we start at ninety nine. We do a hundred of them because ninety nine throws zero. Do we do an entire one on Giles Jackson? That's what we did last time. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, actually we hadn't because yeah. he had never played. But we will do one this year, yeah. so yeah. That, we can add one yeah. to the list. Ugh. And I think you get
1: zeros, don't you?
2: Maybe. Okay.
1: Yeah.
3: (laughs) We'll we'll, we'll, we'll flip
2: a coin. Yeah. Or have one of the interns do it. We'll have the interns do it, yeah.
1: I I thought you were going to say, and it's hard to believe that we're this far into practice, and we have yet to see anybody tackle each other.
2: Uh, we did yesterday. Actually, we got five plays of tackle. Yeah, we got a little bit. We okay. Got a little bit. All right, that wasn't your I wasn't here yesterday.
3: I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not sure we were supposed to see those five plays, but we saw them. Yeah, because
2: remember, we got everything. He, was, the, the Jeff Bechtel was like, "All right, guys, come on, let's go. Come on." Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. We're, they usually yeah. don't do it like that. Yeah. So, and of course, being me, I'm like, well, I'm slow anyway. So, I'm yeah. like, But you were our, you were far. Was, yeah. yeah, was pretty close. Yeah, was pretty close. And time.
1: just real quick, when they switch up, when they blow the horn and switch up drills. They're on it. There's yeah. no there's no standing around not time. at all. Yeah, at so all. Uh, just, again, we'll uh, have practice on Tuesday, Thursday. Probably Thursday's just going to be a walkthrough, so not much to report on yeah. Thursday. And then the spring event on Saturday. But we
3: will be talking to players and coaches on Thursday, yeah, so... And, and,
1: there, there will be, be stuff to talk about afterwards. Yeah, and uh, hopefully we'll get some news on uh, Frank Kepnang's visit. He's here Saturday and Sunday, so hopefully, I have some news on that and get a little bit of an update on that. And uh, recruiting blog by Scott on Monday, yeah. so just keep it here at dogman.com. So, for all of us at dogman.com, I'm Kim Grenolds along with Chris Fetters and Scott Eklund. Go, dogs.